Hi there, I'm Nicolette Reed, and this is EIB Export News. Hello everybody, welcome back to EIB Export News. This is Nicolette. Today I'm going to be discussing the 2022 BIS DDTC update, which will include trends and statistics, as well as the main topic of emerging technologies. So stick around and see what you can learn. So the first information I'd like to share with you that I learned during the 2022 Summer BIS Update is in regards to trends and statistics. And by that, I mean political military affairs and DDTC in action. What they are considering other regional efforts that they have been making that are ongoing. In regards to Russia, they are continuing to support efforts to work with partners and allies to implement sanctions against Russia. In regards to Taiwan, uh, the trend was $18 billion in foreign military sales, FMS, to Taiwan since 2017, with additional DCS authorizations for end use totaling more than $2.3 billion. We are continuing to deepen our defense relationship in response to the threat we assess from the PRC. According to AUKUS, which is a trilateral security pact between Australia, the UK, and the United States, activity between USG and partners is robust, working to deliver advanced defense and technology capabilities, including an Australian nuclear-powered submarine. Gulf Partners, U.S. support for Saudi-led coalition operations in Yemen has ended, including relevant arms sales, though we remain committed to helping the Saudis through a security cooperation and defense trade. Now let's talk about who's been naughty in regards to BIS and industry violations. So I'm going to list off several companies, the year of the violation, the number of proposed charges, and then the amount that they agreed to settle outside of court for. So the first company is Tory Pines Logic Inc. The year was 2022. They had a total of five proposed charges and they agreed to settle out of court for $840,000 plus dollars. The next company is Keysight Technologies Inc. The year was 2021. They had a total of 24 proposed charges and they agreed to settle outside of court for $6,600,000 plus dollars. Honeywell International Incorporated, which should be a familiar name to many of us, uh, the year was 2021. They had a total of 34 proposed charges and they agreed to settle outside of court for 13 million plus dollars. The next naughty company is Airbus SE. The year was 2020. They had a grand total of 75 proposed charges and they agreed to settle outside of court for 10 million dollars plus. The next up company is Aerovironment Inc. and the year was 2019. They had a total of 10 proposed charges and agreed to settle outside of court for $1 million. Next up is L3 Harris Technologies Inc. The year was 2019. They had a total of 131 proposed charges and they agreed to settle outside of court for $13 million plus. Next up is Darling Industries Inc. The year was 2019. They had a total of six proposed charges and they agreed to settle outside of court for $400,000.
Next up is the ever popular Fleur Systems Inc. If you're at all familiar with military electronics, then I'm sure you've heard of Fleur. The year was 2018 and they had a grand total of 347 proposed charges, the largest amount of charges on this list that I just read. And they agreed to settle outside of court for $30 million. So all of these larger corporations or companies that are, are doing these violations, even though I'm sure they've had the education by now and they of course know better, the big difference between these companies and a small or mid-sized manufacturing companies is that these companies are primes. And what I always say about the primes is the prime can pay the fine and live to work another day. However, a smaller or mid-sized company can't always just pay the fine and live to go on. A lot of times it's jobs lost, locations lost, revenue lost. Sometimes the whole corporation goes under. So you definitely want to pay attention to these regulations. They do matter. And even these upper tier companies are being monitored, watched, called to the carpet, and then paying some type of fine related to their incidents. So don't let this happen to you. You know, use these primes as an example for why you don't want to be paying $30 million or $400,000 for a violation. All of these violations are easily avoidable with a little bit of education and some due diligence on your own part. So those are the recent BIS trends and statistics. Stick around though, because next you can learn about emerging technologies, which is the next topic that I want to discuss. Okay, so the very next hot topic that both the State Department as well as the Bureau of Industry and Security have had their eyes closely monitoring are emerging technologies. So what are emerging technologies? Uh, these are critical technologies, sometimes for defense, sometimes for the private sector, but they're usually high-tech in nature, considered critical technologies, and they are just coming out or just emerging or just starting to be expanded on, okay? So emerging and foundational technologies. Some technologies are commercialized quickly, while others remain in the research and development stages for a very long time. A technology may be considered foundational in the sense of constituting an iterative improvement on technology already in production and used by one company, but simultaneously may be emerging if such technology is only in the development stage. An example would be not yet in commercial use by other manufacturers. So an example of what would be considered a good use of emerging and foundational technologies would be considered modernizing society and all of its conveniences. A misuse of emerging and foundational technology would be considered weapons of mass destruction, human rights violations, or threats to national security of the United States, as well as global stability. BIS is now calling these types of emerging technologies Section 1758 technologies. I don't know where or why they came up with that term, but that is the term they came up with. Section 1758 technologies. So they have identified 14 of these emerging technologies uh, into categories of concern. So the 14 technology categories are number one, biotechnology, number two, artificial intelligence, AI, and machine learning technology. Number three, position, navigation, and timing, or PNT technology. Number four, microprocessor technology. Number five, advanced computing technology. Number six, data analytics tech. 
Number seven, quantum information and sensing technology. Number eight, logistics technology. Number nine, additive manufacturing. Number 10, robotics. Number 11, brain-computer interfaces. Number 12, hypersonics. Number 13, advanced materials, which seems like kind of a vague blanket term to me, advanced materials. And number 14, finally, is advanced surveillance technology. In addition to each one of these 14 categories, just like everything else in export regulations, we also have a list of subcategories for every one of these 14 categories. Take, for example, artificial intelligence, AI, and machine learning technology. That has the following subcategories in Roman numeral numbers. Number one, neural networks and deep learning. Examples are brain modeling, time series prediction, classification. Number two, evolution and genetic computation. Examples are genetic algorithms, genetic programming. Number three, reinforcement learning. Number four, computer vision. Examples are object recognition and image understanding. Number five, expert systems. Examples would be decision support systems, teaching systems. Number six, speech and audio processing. Examples are speech recognition and production. Number seven, natural language processing. Examples are machine translation. Number eight, planning. Examples would be scheduling, game playing. Number nine, audio and video manipulation technologies. Examples are voice cloning and deep fakes. Number 10, AI cloud technologies, or number 11, AI chipsets. These are all actually very terrifying to me. <laughs> I don't know really how I feel about artificial intelligence, AI technology. Um, I know Elon Musk has some things that he says publicly that it's pretty scary for him as well. So somebody with that kind of access and knowledge uh, also mirroring my sentiments about just a general fear of what artificial intelligence can and will be capable of in our lifetimes. On to some more information. So BIS has established 38 emerging technology controls. So far, mostly in agreement with the Wassenaar and Australia group. There are no special section in the EAR where these controls are enumerated or listed, at least not yet. A section 1758 control, emerging or foundational control, is or can be a modification of an existing control uh, or an existing ECCN, a new subparagraph added to an existing control or ECCN, or a new standalone control ECCN may be added. BIS has 38 controls to date listed in the EAR related to these emerging technologies, and these, are con these controls are intended to continue to evolve as new technology emerges and advances. Some of the emerging technology that was highlighted by BIS included the James Webb Space Telescope, or JWST. Prior to 2017, this was USML category Roman numeral 15. Since 2017, uh, 9A004.U is listed as the James Webb Telescope. Uh, parts, components, accessories, and attachments are listed under 9A004.V that are specially designed for the James Webb Space Telescope. Uh, other technology that was highlighted included brain-computer interfaces. This has ECCN 0Y521, but it is in the process of working on a proposed final rule 
for further controls after already receiving and reviewing public comments. Uh, you may not see a final rule on this for another two to three years. The new Wassenaar arrangement entries, including gallium oxide and diamond substrates, electronic computer-aided design, ECAD software, pressure gain combustion technology, and ultra-wide band-gap semiconductors, as well as gallium nitrate and silicone carbide, SIC, are the leading materials for microwave millimeter wave devices, which have an ECCN of 3A001.B, or high-power semiconductor devices, ECCN 3A001.G and .H. Gallium oxide, GA203, and diamond materials are being developed for use in fabricating more sophisticated devices than those currently produced. The devices made from GA203 or diamond are expected to work under more severe conditions, such as higher voltage or higher temperature, and provide significant military potential. The new Wassenaar arrangement entries also have implications for circuit design software manufacturers, as well as gas turbine engine technology, particularly for the aerospace and space sectors. Another technology of concern that was highlighted was DNA synthesizer software. So DNA synthesizer software involves a new modernized process flow. Manufacturer contacted the BIS to let them know that they developed this. They presented the issue to the AG in February 2020, proposed a rule in November 2020, and the Australia Group formal proposal was May 2021, and adoption of that was July 2021. Implementation in the Export Administration regulations occurred in October 2021. So with all that being said, now you have to ask yourself, what do you make at your company? Are you making any of these critical emerging technologies? If you are, know that controls around them are going to be extremely stringent. Um, I do recommend that you get somebody who's knowledgeable either on your team or contracted out to assist you in navigating these very complex regulations surrounding these emerging technologies so that you don't end up like the heavy hitters I listed at the beginning of this presentation with all those fines and violations that settled out of court. Okay, so prime level companies can pay a 30 million dollar fine you know a medium-sized or smaller company that just developed an emerging technologies you know that can really take you out of the running for doing business for a while so definitely want to stay up to date on these regulations concerning your emerging technologies if you would like some help or assistance or training or support services please feel free to reach out to us at evolutions in business eib you can reach us at www.eib.com or give us a call at 978-256-0438. Thanks so much for listening to the program today, and I'll catch you next time with more on what I learned during the 2022 Summer BIS and State Department update. Thanks so much, and have a great day. My name is Nicolette, and I was your host. I look forward to seeing you every other week. Until then, remember, export compliance, it's the law. We make it simple.